702 presents the Locked and Down podcast with Cindy Paluta in association with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group because help is at hand. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from me, Cindy Paluta, to everyone listening to this Locked and Down podcast, wherever you might be right now. Wow, who would have thought our 21 days in lockdown would have been extended? And while many of us were silently expecting it, we were also hoping it wouldn't be the case. For me personally, I think it's the right decision. We have to save lives and prevent ourselves from the devastation that we see in countries like Italy, France, and the USA. It's not going to be easy. So I've asked on social media for topics from you guys that you think we should continue to cover. And today's guest reached out to me as he's someone who's been living in a semi-lockdown for a while now. Ian Bessarabia, an experienced coach specializing in human influence and emotional intelligence. Ian, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome, Cindy. Thank you for picking up my request. I'm actually very excited to be on your podcast. So in brief, because your email, obviously, you you explained explain your story to me, but just for those listening, in brief, explain your story about what has led you to where you are now and how it's helped you. Thanks, Adisa. Quite ironically, I have been practicing and preparing for this lockdown for almost a year, as you mentioned. And the background to that is in on the 30th of January in 2019, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. And literally, quite ironically, like the COVID-19 virus hit us, this hit my life and changed me totally. Uh, after being in the financial industry and the corporate industry for 25 years, my life literally changed in a day. I had to cancel um, rental contracts. I had to cancel business partnerships, arrangements and all that. And I literally had to move my whole business home so that I could take care of my wife and my kids. And because everybody else around you was going on as per normal, whereas this is now our new normal. Lockdown is now the new normal for all of us. So, you know, how has this changed you in like your personality? Has it changed your friend circles? And obviously now going through lockdown, have you ramped up all the processes? So Cindy, in a, in a very positive way, it's changed my life. And it, I'm, I'm sorry that my wife had to go on this journey. But for me as a family and, and as an individual, it's changed me because it taught me that I could do so much that I feared, the stuff that I'd never had the courage to do. So make decisions very quickly. One of the most important things was, was learning and accepting what I can control and what I can't control. And we spend a lot of time focusing on trying to change things in the past. We look back and we say, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. And then we spent an insurmountable amount of time trying to prepare for the future. We plan for the future and we actually spend very little time on our present. And our present is really the smallest thing, but the only thing we have control over. So what I've learned personally is to focus on now and make decisions and make choices based on what I'm in control of. And that has a fundamental impact on my own mindset, but also the people around me. In all the podcasts that I've done so far, it's amazing how that constant theme of being out of control at the moment, because as humans, whether we like it or not, you know, people say, oh, I'm a control freak. And people say, oh, I'm not a control freak. But at the end of the day, when the control gets completely taken away from you as humans, you know, we can spiral almost 
out of control and we can have this, you know, the sense of loss, which, which can really put us in a really deep, dark place. So I think a lot of people stuck at home at the moment are struggling to find something to get them motivated and get them going. So in the last year, you would have really had to dug deep, you know, to find something that does motivate you to get up in the morning. Because like I said, for everybody else around you, it was business as usual. But for you, you were almost going through this alone. So what did inspire you at that time to get up and go? So I think the most important thing is I gave up on things that weren't important to me. And that was difficult because those are things that you hang on to because you believe they're the right things. So I always felt that during my wife's recovery and during my wife's treatment, that at some point I would go back to my corporate life and I would eventually move out of my home office and really go back to my life that was. And after a while, I actually had to come to terms with the fact that I wasn't going back that by just changing that mindset and letting go. So it was very much what motivated me was actually what I let go. And I let go of something that I really enjoyed and that satisfied me for a long period of my life and my career. And I changed. So I went from a banker, if I can call myself that, and I became a coach. I became a life coach. I did a counseling and a trauma course through FAMSA, a coaching course through UCT. And, and I do radio now. I do a radio show on a community radio station and I do a few podcasts. So I've really changed my life and I've changed it for what I want it to be rather than trying to hold on to what it was. So, you know, now that lockdown has been extended and you speak about the workplace and as a specialist in the workplace of the future, what would you say, um, you know, what would you say you could share with listeners on the best way to manage working remotely? Because a lot of people are struggling. Cindy, what I want to start out with, and, and this is genuine, it's, it's a bit of a myth buster for, for everyone, is that working from home isn't for everyone. However, right now, it's something for nearly everybody. So for Practical reasons, some roles and some positions, some requirements don't allow you to work from home. And then there's also the personality side. Working from home is not cut out for everyone. But the reality is during lockdown, we don't have a choice. So think of the current situation as a test run of the work at home life. And you may find out it's everything you dreamed of, or you may decide that office life is for you. But either way, these tips should help make the transition to unexpected remote worker a little bit easier. So my first one is stick with a routine. Um, make sure you establish and stick with a routine. For example, if you always take a 10 a.m. coffee break, keep that up. If nothing else, you won't feel sluggish and cranky because you didn't get your caffeine fix. And the thing that's most important, I'm a social person, and I'm sure you are as well, Cindy, and if yeah. your coffee break <laughs> usually includes hanging with coworkers, yep. working remotely doesn't have to mean enjoying it alone. So meet online and have a virtual coffee break with your usual crew and get caught up on all the things you usually would. So don't think that because you're in isolation physically, you can't practically find a virtual way to connect. Bring those things into your routine and, and, and bring those things using technology. So, so that's, that's the first one. The second one, which is on the same theme, but very important is that we're working at home. So like every other aspect of our lives right now, working from home requires flexibility. Um, I've got two kids um, at home and, and they're now homeschooling and nine to five just doesn't work. And that's okay. So what you need to do as part of this working from home is that you have everything you need at your fingertips. So what you can do is you can just check in with your colleagues or check in with your boss or Evan and say, listen, I've got to do schoolwork with my kids or I've got to prepare lunch. I'm going to check out for an hour or two and I'm going to sign back in later when I'm refreshed and focused and ready to go. So 
you have that beauty of flexibility where you don't have to think, oh my gosh, I've got to go fetch my kid from school, the traffic, etc. So look at that from a, from a positive perspective. Those are really, really great tips. And I think yeah, this is definitely going to change, I think, the future of the way we do work and our workspace. Um, I think businesses are going to have to relook how they do things. And I know for a lot of people, it's quite stressful because it makes you realize just how essential or non-essential you could be in the workplace. But it's going to be the business leaders who actually make those decisions. They're going to have to look at ways, you know, to ensure that the business remains relevant and sustainable. Absolutely. And Cindy, I think what we're having now is we're in like kind of a, a limbo zone. And why I call it a limbo zone is because we've now been through effectively our first phase of lockdown. Lockdown has now been extended. But what's been jammed in the middle of this is holidays. You know, there's a lot of religions that are that are having holidays now. And and people have had this little bit of a lull where they've they've been able to distance themselves from work. But I believe that come next week, when people actually start to realize that we cannot just sit around and wait because we don't know how long this lockdown is going to go on for, we need to start focusing on work. So the one key thing is that the lockdown has not only resulted in a partial economic shutdown for South Africa, it's also created a shift. And what I mean by a shift is we're shifting from what we call a high touch to a low touch economy. And what that means in practical terms is that once we get through this post-COVID-19 era, which we will, and I think that's something that listeners must take on, is that we will have an economy that is shaped by new values and habits based on reduced close contact interaction and tighter travel and hygiene restrictions. If you think about it, Cindy, look at what happened post 9-11, how increased security checks came into place overnight, and we're still living with those today. So as consumers, we're going to change how we eat, work, shop, exercise, manage our health, socialize, and spend our free time. And this will continue to happen at an unprecedented rate of change. So the message I'm giving to business leaders, and I'm telling those out there that are looking for guidance or looking for help is digitize the physical, but humanize the digital. And what I mean by that is never forget the importance of providing a human interface when it comes to add, when it, when it adds to the value of your customers. And really what you want to do is you want to improve your customer's experience, but respect that people are going to be apprehensive to be in very um, close spaces. They're going to be very concerned about packaging, etc. And I think the last one I want to spend, because I think it's so important and it's very much in line with the theme of the podcast series that you're doing, is that many people will feel more isolated. They will lose their jobs. They'll get confronted with sickness. They'll face relationships issues. And this leads to anxiety and depression. And for me, there's going to be a tremendous need for what we're calling now remote therapy and coaching. And it's something because I'm involved in that field that I'm seeing a lot of discussion around how do we move to make sure people are not lonely. And we're already seeing a rise in demand for pets and animals and companions. So people are looking for companionship. And as I mentioned earlier, also online social games and tools are booming. So I would say that if you're looking at your business, Look at how you can adapt your business to a new value system that everybody is adapting to. Before I let you go, I just want to, uh, can you share some of the interesting and maybe lighthearted experiences of working in such close proximity uh, to your family? Because like you say, you've been doing it for a lot longer than the rest of us. Oh my word, Cindy, I have to share one with you, which, which, is, which is quite funny. So last week I had my first lockdown performance review, which was conducted by my wife and my kids. And it's the first time... <laughs> It's the first time I've had a panel performance review, and it was probably in my 25 years of, of working life. This was the toughest one 
I had. And it didn't go well, as I expected. And I was chastised for how loud I talk on, on conference calls. I was also accused by my 11-year-old daughter that I put on an accent when I talk to business people. <laughs> My daughter, my nine-year-old, also says to me, why do you speak on the radio? Hello, I'm Cindy Paluta, and you speak to us so differently. And I just had such a laugh at that as well. So, so I think the interesting thing about that is that we're learning so much more about our partners and our kids. Because if you think about it, we, we are different sometimes when we go to work. We are different when we're in a work environment compared to a home environment. So it's quite interesting to learn about your kids, learn about your, your partner, learn about their unique characteristics, and I think also learn about their strengths. We often don't realize the strengths that we're giving off when we're not thinking about it. So I've mm. seen my kids literally pick up technology, which I never doubted them, but they've run with this whole homeschooling thing. And it, it actually, if I could leave it on that note, Cindy, it, it really inspires me that everything that a month ago I thought was going to be a challenge for the future. And, and I've been a protagonist of, of homeschooling and, and going digital and changing the whole way of working. I couldn't see a short-term solution. And, and now we've actually been given an opportunity to change the education system. And for a country like South Africa that we weren't so positive about a month ago, despite the anxiety we're all having, there are huge opportunities and we need to take them. And education and, and allowing kids to benefit from this in a positive way could be huge. Thank you so much for your time today. And if listeners want to get hold of you, um, how, how can they go about doing so? So I'm available on all social media platforms. So you can either look for me on Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. Or alternatively, if you want to send me an email, my email address is coach at on the edge blocks. That's with an X B L O X dot com. And on social media, your handles, are they all the same? Well, so my handle on Twitter, which is probably the best and the easiest, is it's at Ian Bess, R-A-N-B-E-S-S for sugar. Perfect. Um, a reminder, if you are feeling overwhelmed, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group is available 24 hours a day during lockdown on 0800 So from me, Cindy Paluta, as always, thank you for listening. Use this time during lockdown to just be good to yourself and those around you. Stay positive, stay patient and show compassion. Help is at hand oh. during this lockdown. Call SADAG between 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on 0800-567-789 or visit sadag.org before it's too late. For more episodes of the Locked and Down podcast, visit lifepodcasts.fm.